0: Hey everyone, I'm Jordan from New St. Andrews College. I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our upcoming prospective student weekends. We have one on March 2nd and 3rd, and another from April 13th to 16th. To learn more and to register your visit, check us out online at nsa.edu. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. the worlds call but some don't they're all trying to drag back into prison that's right welcome back to what have you I'm Rachel Jankove and Becca Merkel and you're joining us mid conversation when yeah. we realized we really should be podcasting, we've been sitting in the car for as we far intended too long. to podcast, just chatting. We've worked out some of our scheduling difficulties mm. in life. I'm but getting texts. Rachel now. forgot to turn off her ringer, and all this um, time, yeah. um, but I was in the middle of about to tell Rachel this. But yeah, so we were like, wait, wait, this is probably should, something we should, we should just take just to s- the podcast. Start the string up since yeah. we've been chatting for like 20 minutes in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, no 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 I was getting totally tickled I was just telling Rachel that I have been over the last few days because we just started spring break Uh over the last couple of days every day I take a garbage bag and a box up to the attic and I begin to fill them up with garbage and with things to donate somewhere and I just work on it for like half an hour or whatever lug the garbage down chuck it in the back of the truck and then take the stuff off to donate and there we go Um but it suddenly struck me what I was doing, and this goes back to a, a major disagreement that Rachel and I have always harbored. And <laughs> our biggest conflict, our biggest of personality conflict, which yeah. we may have we may have already thrashed this out on the podcast. But it's actually exactly we, like what we were talking about before we started podcasting. Yeah, it used the to be. Thing. It's a mental thing. I feel like. If I was going to write a personality test, this would be one of the major questions on it. And the other one would be, do you ever use the low setting on anything ever? Like on your iron, do you ever use low? I don't. Ever? Any. Hardly ever. Your hair dryer, would you ever use low? I'm basically never looking for something to do less than it can. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always like, is there a turbo feature? (laughs) (laughs) I think but. that is funny. <laughs> Alongside of the question of, are you a, like on brownies, would you want a piece from the middle or, or the a crunchy corner. edge? Yeah. Yeah. Because people who yearn for corners are people I can't relate to. I'm like, what? Yeah. The crust is like a woeful necessity. <laughs> we'll see. Here's the thing. Back to the, back yeah. to this. Back in the olden times, we had two apple trees out in our yard and Apples would fall in the yard and the bees would come from everywhere and it yellow was nasty. Jackets, yeah, nasty yellow jackets. So in order to keep the yellow jackets out of our lives, we would have to go out and pick up the apples on a regular basis out of the yard before they got all like mushy. You and... could say that was to keep the yellow jackets out of our lives, but I feel like that was how I spent my quality time with the yellow jackets. Well, that's you know, true like... too. But Rachel's technique... And we would clash often over this. If we were... If we had to work together, we clashed. Rachel's technique is to go out with the bag and begin picking up apples. (laughs) (laughs) My technique, start at the furthest edge and kick the apples to the center. (laughs) And then work your way around, little by little, kicking apples to the center until you have a little pile and then you can just bend over once throw them all you into the back you cannot bend over well, once you squat yes <laughs> but let me tell you but here's the you. thing this is a fierce a fierce argument it but is go a ahead. fierce argument it's never I mean, all when i'm you, saying when you think about the fact that this is it's probably been going a solid 22 years on this, this raging argument discussion yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but see my thought is much With more no winners no winners more yet efficient <laughs> to do it my way and Rachel it. doesn't agree, but here's what I, <laughs> here's what, what I realized I was doing is that like, I've got to just dig into my house. It's spring cleaning time. What am I doing? I'm starting with the farthest apple all the way out. <laughs> I'm going to the, to the, up to the attic. And I'm going to begin kicking my way. See, see, I still <laughs> want to persuade you to stop the nonsense. Stop the nonsense and just do it my oh, way. And my, my way word. is so much more effective. Mm. But this is why I think it's more effective. And I think that you have to consider this. <laughs> I have and I don't find it Yeah, compelling. but you have to consider it here. And that is, And that is that if I get interrupted in my job, you still did part of the job. No, yes. if you get interrupted in your job, up, you can't if, even tell you've done anything. But if I picked up 3 bags of apples and then got interrupted, 3 bags of apples were seen to completion, but as opposed to none picked up. <laughs> <laughs> but if in the time that you picked up three bags I would have created a nice pile so if I was interrupted then I could come back later and just pick well, up right where this, I left this, off this argument has moved well beyond just yeah. the apples uh-huh. because no the, a- the if, apples if are symbolic bo- <laughs> if we both went and faced a, a playroom of desolation <laughs> yeah we would I do I begin it picking up like I'm like well let's pick up all of the dress ups and put them away uh-huh. and then let's uh-huh. get all the diplos and then we'll pick up the imagination next and i don't get involved in sweeping until all that's on the floor is garbage well neither do i well no mm -mm. you've been an advocate of sweeping things to the center and then getting things pulling them out oh no but that's at the end i don't sweep all of the dress dress ups no No. i hope not but no but here's here's what i'm a believer in just go ahead and hunker over no, and make like, it happen fast. Once you've gotten down to the tiny little twizzles of things, no, just grab a, major, a broom. This sweep is like it, the introvert extrovert out, distinction. Pull out the Lego man from the mm. pile, rather than crawling around the whole floor trying to salvage little bits. No, oh, I'm a big fan of picking no. it up, getting but it done. But I'll tell you what I do though. When I like, maybe this, maybe this comes all the way here to the folding of clothes. But I dump all the clothes out of the basket,
1: mm. and I
0: immediately throw them into piles. All the shirts are there, the pants are there, the socks are there. Then I begin and I fold the shirts, and then I fold the pants, and then I fold the socks. Or whatever. This is a really schismatic topic. Yeah, it's different. It's different. But I just, I like the smooth like let's do all the shirts yeah but just then do but them see, my concern again <laughs> is that then i will end up with cold piles of shirts and socks and stuff because it didn't it get done it does not take any time it's just i throw them into piles and actually then, you know, I, I can't because i'm trying my new squashed method of doing it all in the laundry room which i like did i recommend my ironing uh, mat on this no Okay, well, maybe We're gonna I'll save put that the, for my tip. Yeah, okay. My save hot it for the tip, because I'm interested in what yeah. that's going to be. But yeah. anyway, all I'm saying is that in my house, I think, if I think about it, if I was to start with those far-flung apples of the But I Attic, do that. I do that sometimes. And I, I work I don't, my way down. Sometimes I, I'm i a big believer in get the central living spaces clean. But sometimes I feel like I've gotten in a, in a... Bad loop where you're never getting further than that because things exactly. are getting messy so fast that you're just cleaning And my in the central middle. spaces are clean. In those times, I start by blasting yep. to the let's get everyone's closets mm. cleaned out. Yeah, because I feel like I've got some major I dust don't bunnies. I have an attic. Major dust no, bunnies I have no in attic the... in my life. I have both a cellar. And an attic, and both of those are the kinds of places that make me nervous. Not yours, well, no, my, in my own life. Yeah, because it's a du- it's yeah. a dust bunny trap. It's, it's like also just you don't necessarily want to. It's be where able all to keep that many things with old you. school notebooks go to die. Ooh, that it's is not bad. good. Yeah, it's not good. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm being kind of ruthless up there right now. I'm just throwing stuff out like you wouldn't even believe. I've got like, well, yeah. It's spring is hit and I'm ready to burn it all. You know, it's like I periodically have thought, why don't we just rent a construction dumpster? Yeah, I know, I know. We don't have one of those. In spite of oh, do you know what I I did to the dumpster? You guys, there's a lady, a sweet lady. I don't know her, but I suspect her of being sweet in our (laughs) neighborhood. I think she's sweet because all I know is she's she's elderly and her house is pristine. Yeah, but she periodically puts out like one little. Yeah. Grocery bag tied up in yeah. a little bundle, like it could uh-huh. go on the end of a stick for her garbage. Yeah. There's no garbage. We have the biggest garbage that the city allows people to oh, have, yeah. and then the biggest recycling bin that the city allows uh-huh. you to have. Same. And this last Monday, Luke was out of town, so the kids, I, I had kids help me get the garbage out. Yeah late in the day, not late, later when I got out to go somewhere, I reversed the car and I see the front of the recycling this big tall recycling thing and whoever had put the boxes there were some, it was outside so there were some boxes in the garage that were mm-hmm. not, had not been, so someone's job was to go get mm-hmm. those boxes. Someone who didn't know that you should smack the boxes flat oh. or um do something <laughs> to to fit it. Yeah. So what we had going on our curbside service was <laughs> this right enormous. Okay. So the previous week had been President's Day on Monday, and Monday is our garbage day, and we didn't think we had garbage getting picked up, but it was coming. Oh no! So we missed a week. So then we put That's a bunch awful. we put a bunch of spare bags on the street, which is horrible, but we're still behind. We're still trying to dig out of yeah. that hole. So our garbage is, like, the lid wide open with, like, not all the... But it was, like, jammed bags stuffed yeah. in it. And then the recycling, has, whoever put the... It was, like, full boxes, like, not collapsed, like a shoebox. <laughs> and then the two pizza boxes with just the bottoms in it but like the whole tops hanging out the front like it it was like no subtlety from us like none we just look like ten hundred thousand people live here and we can't keep it from looking (laughs) meanwhile we have an alley which i love in lots of ways because we can just keep the the big bins out there behind the hedge sort of and uh but that means Judah has to haul it like all the way out to the alley every time and chunk it in there the trouble is when we keep it in the alley where we live across the alley from a bed and breakfast and frequently the bed and breakfast guests think that it's their garbage. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. they clean out after the weekend because it's not even really a bed and breakfast. It's like a short rental. Yeah. So people like move in and do all their own cooking oh. and then they carry out all their bags and chuck them right in ours. And it's like, oh, Ooh. again, they've done it. I don't know how mm-hmm. to deal with personal that. garbage, not yours. Put a little sign other on people's it. garbage, yeah. Like this garbage in there. does not belong to you. No, would be a good it's a real pain, but That's anyway. Funny. Okay, so there's something that I did think we should talk about. Okay, what? And that is that. Well, I wrote to. I used to write a lot to young mothers or mothers who were really in the trenches of little kids. Yeah. And I have quit writing about that, Um, for the most part. Okay. Not really on purpose. It's just my life has changed. Yeah. I was writing to those people when I was... When that was the, the prime thing on yeah. my brain. Like, that's yeah. what I'm dealing with every day. And really, gradually, it got so that that was not... Um, where that was not that... Like, I still have a two-year-old. And I have a five-year-old. And a lot of my life... A lot of those lessons are still really part of my life. Yeah. But the challenges that I have now are different. And it is it is not... um. That plus there being less time to write. Those two things together yeah, have combined right. too. Uh, sometimes it would be like, oh, it's nap time. I need to get out this thought I was having this morning. Yeah, you know, right. like like whatever. And that's not how it happens. Nobody naps. No. There's no napping. That's a life change. No rest for the wicked, no. as it says. So anyways, I um, I don't write often to young mothers. But I still feel full of things to say to young mothers. Okay. So, Unpack them. Well this just has come up to my i have considered writing another book that needs a ridiculous title because the premise is that i have is this is not encouragement for mothers this, like, is, this a is pep talk this is rebuke from okay. mothers yeah and here's why gosh here's we could why. do a whole series of those right yeah but this but this is why yeah because in my own mothering life I would be, I think it is safe to say that 90% of the time that I thought I needed encouragement, (laughs) I needed the cold backhand of rebuke to the face. Yeah. Like, and that every time I had a turning point or a game changer or something that was like, holy smokes. I've got it all wrong. Let's change this. Mm-hmm. It was never because someone came and held my hand and no. said, you're working so hard, dearie. On shoulder. Yeah, no. like, I'm so glad no. you try so hard. No. Because the thing is, is that that's not why I was no, losing patience like, with if my If you children. have a big sliver that's all swollen and pussy... Have you, I told you about the great sliver? Well, have, uh, uh, sorry. I'm not positive. It's hard to recall it. But I just it. mean, you need somebody... To get in there with the tweezers. And if you don't want to reckon with the pain of the tweezers, you're going to be stuck with a nasty situation, you know, and sometimes it's like you guard it like, no, you can't get the glass out of my foot. It hurts too much when you push on it.
1: But it's yeah. like, well,
0: sometimes that's what you got to do. It'll be a lot better than yeah. seven years of this exactly. blister blister problem. Learning to walk so, without your left heel. Right. And I, I think it's just that all the times that that I can think of as like, no, that really cleared my mind and no. gave me focus. It was never tenderness. No. And, and I know that maybe there's personality types that. That are not me. I get that. I am the kind of person who that likes to make deal. That not sinless personality No, types. but I am the kind of person who likes to deal in the harsh realities, probably. But the things, one of the things that I... I'm sorry, I... though. If you're a person who traffics in splinters, then you're going to have to be a person that can reckon with the tweezers. It's like... Sure, yes. Oh, I, no, no, I know. But I'm saying that I understand that I'm not trying to say. Maybe there are people out there who's whose nutritious help is someone just saying, I understand, and you're doing a good job. That uh, was not what I needed ever. Sometimes, sometimes that is no, no, exactly no, what No, 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 actually need. that's not true. My husband often gave me that. Yes. But the times when I was having some kind of a crisis, it's not that I didn't need regular encouragement. It's that yes. I did need rebuke when I thought I just needed encouragement. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. So I'm talking about, yeah, sure. I had lots of encouragement, but the times that felt like a crisis was almost universally a time that I was not needing encouragement for me as well. And the moments where everything feels sort of hopeless and dismal, like nothing, you can't get anything anymore because it's all a mess and everything's horrible (laughs) and you can't even imagine how little I can't have nice things (laughs) (laughs) when everything is like that. What you need is a pep talk, and sometimes you got to give it to your own darn self. Yeah, like, no, sometimes you're like, "All right, it's time to pony as- up." Yeah, assess this like a big girl. Well, I will tell you, I will tell you that I am in in my age group in women whose children are a little bit older now and then there's a generation below us who are just getting into the thick of the crazies yes like that now it's not one baby it's not just the scenic family photo shoots anymore it's the times that you never dreamed of yeah because the one baby is still like this beautiful kind of honeymoon oh and it's such novelty it's novel and it's wonderful and everything is exciting and then you have two and, and you're then, like And it's still Woo doggy, this is a little <laughs> different, but it's still fabulous yeah. and fun. And then as Dad says, we never did three, but as Dad says, three is when you move from a man to man to a zone defense. Exactly. And that is when you may start to feel that they're setting screens on you <laughs> and driving they to are. the hoop over and they over are. and over. They are. Like you are not winning at this. And uh, in in anyways, that that whole scene. Do you know that person? I do. Oh. She's our neighbor, and you oh. know her too. But I'll refrain from telling you who it is. Don't on the call podcast. her out. Yeah. Becca's just waving at people, and I'm like, <laughs> eh. I don't know. Yeah. So this is this is the thing that I think is um, is actually really important is that you get to a place, you will get to a breaking point. You have a breaking point. Yeah. And for me, it was the twins. It could have happened at three. I don't yeah. know, but it I went straight to four, so that mm-hmm. did it for sure mm-hmm. what it was that was without a doubt the reckoning for me it was yeah. the moment of oh my word kind yeah. of a moment yeah. and, and that moment lasted for a little while you know like it lasted for a couple years of intensity uh-huh. and then it, it has just sort of yeah. slowly eased up while the intensity is coming in in other places Yeah. So, but this is the thing I want to say women in my position I believe I'm speaking generally I'm sure I'm not overly specific but who are no longer being totally what we call sweaty eyeball phase of like, holy smokes, right. this is crazy. Part of the reason that they have a different outlook on life is because they are actually aware of how fast it's going. Yeah. Like there is a moment where you start to think, hang on now. Because one of the things that really makes is, I'm sure it's more so this way for you. But the fact that my oldest is a teenager now. It feels like it took about 10 minutes to get there. Oh, yeah. And and that whole time we've had babies. So, like, I've been in the, like, nursing and changing diapers. And, like, we've had someone in diapers continuously. Mm-hmm. Pretty much mm-hmm. minus a couple months off once, yeah. I think. You know, like, yeah. for 13 years. And, like, I don't now, I don't think of it, like, when something happens. Like, you know, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is now I am already thinking gain speed now for being a grandmother because it's coming so fast <laughs> that I need to like I need I to be to thinking that you, way there's a lot of steps in between there that you're gonna have to get good at first before you. but I know the that I know that I'm not talking specifically just about the grandma but the, and my point is that you start realizing that this is just a flash, flash. and and If I want to be an old woman who people would say she was really, really loved the Lord and his word. Mm -hmm. That at some point I have to be being that person now. Well, okay. So if you're the kind of young mom who is always... Overwhelmed, always telling everybody how bad it is, always complaining, always grousing about it and how you don't have time for yourself and you've lost yourself in everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be the kind of middle aged woman who's grousing about her teens and grousing about the fact that they don't. And her wrinkles. And, that, and she's going to her... be an old woman that nobody wants to be around ever because you're grousing about how the kids never come back to visit. It's like, if you are a no, grouchy You are actually person, on a path. Yeah. Yeah like, as dad says, wherever you go, there, there you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> and So the thing is, if you're discontent and unhappy as a single, then you're going to be discontent and unhappy when you're married. And if you're discontent but, and, and unhappy that with babies, because... you're going to be discontent and unhappy with teens. It does not matter if now you don't have to change diapers and you get to sleep through the night. Right, and there you are... will find something else to complain about because you're a complainer. Yes, exactly. And And one of the things that I think is important is that You have to, you have to have a moment of reckoning when you realize I either die to myself now and I learn to be the kind of person who dies to myself daily without effort. Like, like where you. No, I think it's always effort. No, 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 sorry. Without, without a huge wrangle. Because I think that there is a phase where maybe this is the first time anyone has asked much of you. Yeah. Like maybe because you are not Almanzo from the (laughs) Laura Ingalls Wilder (laughs) books and you grew up in a plush life where you were actually not responsible for a lot that all of a sudden you have three little lives dependent on Mm -hmm. you and you realize that you are really bad at this. Like you are not good at this. Yeah. Well, either you learn to be the kind of person who just lays their life on the altar by habit by like, this is who I am. I think this is... I think there's a real specific point that you when you say lay yourself down sacrifice put yourself on the altar what that means in actual hard facts is you have to do your duty regardless of what you feel like you have to get up and do your duty that's what sacrifice looks like right like it means that and it means that you're not holding it against your children that people were vomiting in the night Like, this was never about you. Like, it was not about how interrupted your sleep is. But I just feel like oftentimes, you know, you get your your emotional car in a ditch. You know, like, there you are, wheels spinning, feeling like it's all, this is impossible. You get the winch out Mm -hmm. and hook it up, and that's you doing your duty. It's where you think, I would rather sit in bed and cry and eat ice cream. But what's my duty? Well, who is, gives a rip what you would rather do? It's like, what would God rather you do right now? And take care of your children. Or get out of bed and get to the grocery store. Or get out of bed and whatever. Fill in the blank. And I would say, like, practically, do your stupid really, duty. really, <laughs> practically speaking, that is, that, that may mean, like, uh, I can remember times where you just realize, you just see that your, that your attitude is not in harmony with God's word. That it's like, right. but I believe children are a blessing. I believe that this uh-huh. is a gift. I believe that I am being ugly and ungrateful right now. Yeah. And I am for some reason not having the wisdom to generally it's your children's sin that is frustrating when they get yeah. to a point where you feel like you can't control them. Yeah. i and that, that moment you think, okay, you need to be relying on God to give you both, like your natural love for your children will run out when things yeah. get really crazy and you need a supernatural love. Like you need, mm-hmm. you need God's love for your children to actually enable you to do your duty like you should be doing. Right. And but it's surprising how often... When you decide to stop wallowing in your emotional basket case and you just decide to... Okay, I'm, I'm going to go in and cook dinner. Yeah. For instance. That often is God's means for pulling you out of the dish. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... And and one thing I would say really practically is is thank god directly for all the things thank him for the sickness in the house thank him for like thank him for all the hard things and well, say help me to glorify you in this and i guess this is only true if you are a calvinist which we are but it's like do you believe your theology true. or it's, not oh, i was like it's, it's true no it's matter true what it's true for anyone yeah. but i just mean like yes. do you supposedly believe that god is sovereign and that he or do you think control? that he can't see you right yeah. now? Do nice. you think that this is a day that he set in front of you um, from before creation? With these particular with flourishes. Particular hurdles, and he is going to get you through it? Or do you not believe it, and you're just going to sit and whine right. and complain? And, and like, the, the reality is that the reason that older people will tell you this will go by so fast is because they actually know <laughs> the truth. But I just think, like, on the duty, what's your duty um, usually, it's the thing you don't want to do right now because everything's right. so bad. So maybe it's forgive your husband. Maybe it's clean up. It's, it's do your duty. Yeah. Maybe it's the clean up that mess. Maybe it's get out of bed. Maybe it's forgive maybe it's your children. Maybe it's take the kids on a walk maybe or do something fun. Maybe it's discipline yeah. the children. Maybe it's actually do something fun for your children. Yeah. Like I have. Okay, I have one more word about this uh, that I think is just an important aspect of it is that one of the habits of our modern time that is unhealthy and not helpful is is the distractions right so so one thing that happens when you are in I I laugh about this this is how my time has changed how things have changed I remember a time when my husband would text like running late today and I would be like how late (laughs) like trying not to let the desperation seep through the text. <laughs> how, how late Luke? How late are you going to be today? He'd be like... And in this, he knew how important it was too because he would give me numbers like 17 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm probably running 17 minutes late. Right. And I can remember looking at the clock and thinking, I'm going to die before then. <laughs> like, like honestly thinking... This can't be survived. Yeah, yeah. Like, I won't be able to make it 17 extra right. minutes. Right. And that is a funny, funny thing. Because now that is not so much the way that my life goes. Like, now no. it's more like, wait, is Luke late? Like, yeah. what time is it? Have but, I done this? But this is, this is the reason I wanted to bring this up. It is a specific phase in your life where you are probably hungry for and desperate for uh, some, like, relief. Right. Like you need that. Re- like when daddy comes home, that relief of yeah. like change of subject. Yeah. Let's, let's just, you know, it feels like somebody opened the windows and you mm-hmm. know, like, whew, let's change, change this. Like I've been a little claustrophobic at home yeah. right now. Well, uh, the thing about that, that I think is really, um, is really important is to analyze how you're trying to get that relief yeah. and the reason I say this is vegging out on Facebook binge uh, watching Netflix binge watching Netflix uh, maybe Instagramming too hard for an afternoon or or Pinterest or like spending time yeah like whatever it's kind of like if you are on a really if you're like working really hard on some kind of major physical labor that's going to last for a long time you know, like let's say, like a major—I don't know what's a good example. What's a hard physical labor back? You're gonna re-roof your house. I don't know sure. what kind of exertion. Sure, I'm just trying to think of something for. that's taking a lot of exertion. Like, say sure. you're you're busy, you're working hard, you're sweating, you need fuel, but for some reason you keep going and getting little tear-open packs of sweet tarts, <laughs> where you're like. What are you doing? And you're like, yeah. next time I have a break, maybe I'll eat some nerds. And then you wonder, <laughs> how long are you going to do well? Mm-hmm. Like, how many days can you sustain this kind of physical labor? Right. On on little blasts of banana runts. I mean, like, what are you going for here? <laughs> How did like, you manage to pull banana runts out I of hate the those. files? I hate those. It's like, <laughs> well, they are it's gross, like but sugar packed into the shape of a banana that, that, that tastes you even like could dial up that. Yeah, well, in your I did. Breading. Well, I did. Watch me go. <laughs> uh, and it, it is like all you're doing is getting from one, like you're in something that requires a ton of exertion and God has actually provided for you good food and nutritious food and encouraging food. You know, like in his word in the fellowship of other people who will hold you accountable, who will say this is out of line. Like your attitude is bad here. Like you need that. And, And it is a thing to me is that, that, Christian women are going to like so say I'm not saying it's wrong to go to the gym but I'm saying if you're thinking I have to get this time for myself I have to do this and there's no way I could be happy at home if I couldn't get out and get to the gym it was like well that is a sign that you are leaning heavily on the wrong thing like also also there's nothing wrong with with like let's say well it's like say you're swimming right you're trying to swim laps there's nothing wrong with taking a breath, right? But the reason you take a breath is to, to enable go. you to swim further. Not to, like, get out of here you, while they get in But the thing is, like, you don't take two strokes in order that you may get a breath. You take a breath in order that you can take two more right, strokes. exactly. And, and if you have to just, like, go get out of the house, get a coffee, pray, whatever, that's so that you can go back and throw yourself at it even more. You don't just get through your day so that you can go and get a coffee and that will right. be the end of it. Like what's your duty? What has God called you to? And then of course taking taking a breath is fine, but you have to realize that it's in order that you can work harder absolutely and i had i had one time this is when i talk about the cold backhand of rebuke that's so good Mm. i just told this story recently i'm like full of telling this story so sorry to all of you who are hearing it again um but i had a day where i was just it was just not panning out for me this was a long time ago and i don't know what exactly was going wrong but it was all the things It was probably the kind of day that started out with no one being able to find socks or their school clothes and you didn't have any food for breakfast. And And then they all got tardy slips. Yeah, Yeah, and everything went bonkers (laughs) from there on out. Right. And however it happened, I ended up at the Winco with a cart just not in the mood. Not feeling it. And, and casting about for solutions like like I wanted to I think I probably had gotten myself a coffee I probably was like I just need a coffee I just need to get out and get yeah. this done I'm just gonna like yeah. whatever and I remember calling my husband because I was like I can't even think of what I need to buy and why am I even here and this is all awful Like yeah. it was one yeah. of these like uh-huh. our life I'm calling you to tell you that our life isn't working anymore <laughs> And I yeah. can't handle that Well, he's and, in the middle of his morning like, trying to yeah, do work. And he's like, thanks, dear, for your help. Thanks for being such a good helpmate and a support right. in my life. Thanks for being and on the team. I'm like, but I remember it as being one of those times that it was probably a mixed, bottled up emotion of of like where you could cry about it but you're probably being like angry underneath somewhere in yeah. there. Like uh-huh. if you really knew like there's some kind of resentment brewing yeah. about something. Yeah. And I think part of the reason I was feeling that way is cuz I was like so fitty. couldn't get out of it. Like yeah. I kept trying to be like I'll yeah. get a coffee and then I'll do this and then I'll yeah. just cheer up after I get groceries, but yeah. here I am at the grocery store full of stink for the world. <laughs> like not okay with it. And I knew it wasn't okay. You yeah. know like and right. So I called my husband. To chat about it. And you know. You just cut right to the chase. With like. Sounds like you're just having a bad attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you need to do. What's Mm. commonly called in the Christian walks. And confession of sin. Like. (laughs) And I was like. No. Like I wanted you to suggest something. That would help me. That probably involved a babysitter. And And a he said. (laughs) I. Well yeah. And then. And he says. Have you prayed about it? Like, have you actually confessed this and prayed about it? And yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and and the the thing that was so bad and funny about it is that I knew I was horribly convicted by him saying, "Have you prayed about it?" Because the fact I kn- I have enough enough boundaries in my life to know that when you're ready to get mad that someone suggests you pray, that <laughs> you are the one in sin. You know, like, <laughs> like if so, if someone says. Pray, and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. as if that would help. Yeah. You know that that or just that, like, how insensitive are why you? Why would you suggest that I'm having a problem? <laughs> Especially when I called to tell you about my i just life. interrupted your work because I'm having a problem. And I can't believe you assumed that you would that God would have a solution. <laughs> and I was so annoyed. But the, the verse had just totally hit me in the face. And he told me to. He was like, why well, don't you get off the phone and pray about it? So here I am <laughs> in the winco. Now I'm like doubling up things. Now you have to obey your husband and pray and confess your sins. <laughs> Now, now oh. I don't just have to submit to God. Yep. I have to do it and submit yep. to my husband. Anyways, I pulled over into the aisle. One of the out of the way aisles. The dog food aisle. Now it was the one with like the scotch tape. <laughs> I think that is the dog food aisle. It actually it's is just end. opposite the store. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm in that aisle. And I'm like, alright. And you know what just came to my mind at that moment was the verse about... Uh, the Lord resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Yeah. And I realized that here I was thinking. That I could fix this. Like my pride of being like, I can turn my attitude around. I can come up with a schedule change that will make this better. I right. can relieve this by just getting myself a coffee. Or like, I'll just get mad because none of those work. Right, I'll just change the scene and then I'll feel better. Or maybe if I just got out of the house once in a while. But it's like, no, the funk came with me because <laughs> the pride was coming with me. And and so as it, as it happened, I confessed my sin and prayed about it and texted my husband that I had done what I was told <laughs> <laughs> I did the thing I, I'm okay and I just I remember standing there and just thinking good heavens like if you want grace from God like because it, that's the next part of the verse right is that anyways the point is I can't quote it all but the point is God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble and it's like you know that humbling yourself is not the way of it is not like accepting the horror show of your life, the worst as it ever is. What what overwhelms you is not your busyness, but the grace. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. humble yourself before the Lord, and not because that way you just take all the worst that ever. You yeah. know, you know what I mean. Like the and, worst crisis. Without my attitude, the busyness was all but fine. The other thing that I've noticed is that, like, let's say you have a big face plant of an emotional morning. And it's all terrible. Basically, everything seems impossible. Then you go cross Life your day bad. out on the calendar with a big black X. Yeah, and a skull, skull and crossbones. <laughs> but, like, but like, let's say that that Mr. Poison that that's stickers. What you did. <laughs> and then <laughs> the Mr. Yuck, Mr. Yuck Poison <laughs> stickers. But like, what if what if you have that Tuesday, right? Bad, terrible times. And then let's say that you get your heart right. You get yourself back up. You move along. I bet you anything that the following Tuesday, if I was to sit you down and give you a quiz on what was the matter last Tuesday, you actually wouldn't be able to remember. No, like in my story, I remember my attitude, but nothing about what actually happened. I mean, it takes no time for those troubles to be very far in the rearview mirror, but... If you hang on to that little funk and you nurse and you tend it and you water it and you pour Mm -hmm. over your problems even more. And then what it means is the next day, those little things are going to be even bigger. And then the next day, even bigger. And you're going to be able to itemize every grievance that you have. And it's like, is that the kind of person that you really want to be? Like, no. And And I also think too, that when we're, when God... It's it's helpful to think of the trials that we are sent, whatever they may be. I mean, some people have financial trials. Some people have medical trials. Some people have relationship trials. Whatever it is, you think this is a particular class that God has enrolled me in. He wants me to learn something from my trial. And mm-hmm. so he has tailor-made this, this day, this situation, these challenges are like tailor-made just for you. Nobody else has to take this test because he's not working on the same thing with everyone. No. So what is it that... And it's also from the hand of a loving father. Who's doing right by you. But again, you think about like, okay, what does he want you to learn? And like as a teacher... If you are trying to teach all the kindergartners to read, if they refrain from learning how, then you're going to keep them in kindergarten another year. It's like, do you do you actually are you doing your flashcards or yeah. are you not? It's like, do you want to graduate out of this, or would you rather continue to stay here in this? Well, in this I way? have, I actually have a perfect example <laughs> because we just had a kindergartner who tried the move of I can't. <laughs> who did that? Uh, I can't. Cannot, oh can't do this even though it was something that he could he okay. could in fact do he just went for the I can't approach which is and, I have to say the default excuse of many women yeah I can't well I just, and that's you just the commonness of, just the, of the quote I can't even <laughs> I can't even alphabetize my flashcards which was what it was <laughs> put your ABC cards in order I can't <laughs> I, I cannot do this deed like you've asked too much of me you've asked you, me to confess you taught sins. me my abc's yeah like you who were here for the whole thing you know i can't and it's so funny because everybody knows you can't so um we were just talking about it and, and the and that the reality is that there are other ways of expressing it was actually really a darling problem. It was really sweet and the and a great thing to overcome. But he said, I just couldn't think about what happens around K. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the most brilliant fog. And it made us just step back out all the way and sign off the whole program. Like, no, I won't. I can't do it. So but as we were talking about it, we were like, okay, but this is the thing that we need to that we need to think about is that you may say, "I don't understand this," yes. or "I'm having trouble I'm having with trouble this. here." Is that you can raise your hand and you can say, "I need some help with this." You yeah. cannot say, "I can't." Yeah. that's a no no yeah. that is the one you may not say and it's funny how applicable that is you can ask the Lord for help yeah. you can say I don't know how to do this like <laughs> this is a problem and and he will provide the answer for that but but the I can't I quit no such <laughs> thing will happen on my watch <laughs> these cards shall not be alphabetized it's like here I lie on the floor I can, I can do, do no, no other, other. <laughs> here I here I schlep <laughs> around the house. I can do no other. And and we tell uh, same person in our lives. We sometimes say, "Let's not act like a piece of melted cheese." Because <laughs> <laughs> was, I think it was Jemima at our house said the other day, like somebody was being a wet saltine. <laughs> An over dipped graham cracker. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the wet saltine is about how you feel on some days. Oh, do you have to stay connected to this that nothing gives me as much joy as having my older kids being witty in their own right. Like, they're not repeating things, they're being oh, clever yeah. of their oh, own yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. On oh, my word, that is like one of the most fun things. But we it were is. at Joanne's the other day, and my 13 year old comes around the corner. Mom, mom, she knits. She does a lot with fibers. She knits and weaves and does all kinds of stuff. Yeah. She's like, Mom, mom. She's like, Look at this yarn. And I looked at it, and I have to say, I was sort of like, That's <laughs> a dark deed that happened there. It was a, you know, it was like an all acrylic static festival of multicolors. A it rust was, mainly. It was a saddened looking color line. <laughs> and she says, She's like, look at this yarn. She said, if anyone saw this yarn and thought, oh, I have to knit with it. That person is not living a happy life. <laughs> it's quite the setup. Like, for, I was like, oh, right. You are intuiting. That's another question I would put on my personality test. Look at this yarn. Does it inspire are you? Are you happy about <laughs> it or not? I should say that one yarn that has been ruined forever for me is uh, uh, lamb's pride like brown sheep lamb's pride um, single spun so it's not it's just one twist so it's like a thick, a thicker yarn that okay. is one twist and I used to really think it was hot stuff and I, well, I liked it I mean I, yeah. I knit a couple things with it. they have pretty vivid colors I had knit a few things with it and then I was on a big like I can I shall knit slippers to felt with this when i was morning sick with them. oh that'll do with it. daphne and i have never been able to look at single no. pl- that no. single twist wool since that time with any sort of tolerance mm-mm, mm-mm. i see it on my getaway from here there's a shade of pink makeup that to this date makes me queasy <laughs> Like, I hate that. It makes me hate it hard. I had to throw it away after I to get rid of this now. I was like, I can't even look at that lipstick or that blush at all ever again. I need to I need to throw back to another thing another thing about mothers. Rebecca was saying about your this is custom custom for you. That's true of everyone. And that one thing that women need to just totally take out of their coping toolbox is this suggestion that it's so much worse for them than it is for everyone else. Oh, like, man. when you are like, oh, well, but this is way harder for me because yeah. I'm a more sensitive person. Yeah, it's harder or for me because I, don't, I, I don't thrive <laughs> on quiet. You might be getting into one of my personal pet peeves, which is because I'm an extrovert in every probably every test that existed even the brownie test or the apple test I am an extrovert in that. Possibly. that When people would, who are introverts would be like well I'm not like my extrovert friends. I don't feel energized by being around my You're like, kids. One thing I don't feel oh, energized like, is me... trying to have a conversation with you. Oh but... yeah well there's that but no I meant <laughs> I actually meant Thinking that extrovert mothers at home with their yeah. children are, are no. being fueled up all day by that time no. is no. a lie. Like, it is a lie. Your problems are different because they're special made for you. But, but God is not easing off the sanctification no. with anyone. And telling yourself things like, well, my situation is different because I have chronic headaches. Or it's harder for me to do this mm-hmm. because, because, or, because I don't have a mom in town. Well, because I don't have or whatever. I remember one one time, there's a family with really beautifully behaved children. Like, just lovely family. And I remember a lady with not well-behaved children at all saying, well, the thing is is that they just have easy children. Oh and I was like, right? no, no, I actually know them. They're a headstrong bunch. But... The, so I just think that oftentimes we console ourselves with, well, it's just easier for them. They just naturally they, have They're it. just people who don't have to work at this. It's like it, Instead no, of thinking, actually, actually, they actually, maybe have just been showing up more regularly yeah. than you and are. we're all on the road to heaven. And, <laughs> and it's hard work. It's hard <laughs> for overcoming everyone. Overcoming the flesh and the yeah. devil while we're here. It's yeah. a lot of work. And I just think oftentimes we extrapolate that because my neighbor doesn't have this identical trial that I have must mean that they don't have any trials at all. It's so, so it's so just easy, easy for, them. for them. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that classical illusion. <laughs> I like so to cite my classical education every once in a while. But yeah. the thing is, is I, I just think that you just have to realize that often you don't see it, but God is hammering people because he is sculpting all of us into the image of his son. And a sculpture takes chisels and hammers and just because he's working on the nose with you doesn't mean he's not working on no exactly the and, ear with someone else. And that's part of the whole humble yourself. Like, yeah. humble yourself. And like be learn shaped the accept, darned lesson. Accept the blows. And if you feel like you're getting beat up by your life at home with your kids, consider that maybe you should stop resisting what God is, exactly. is giving you in your life. And oh, one more last tip. Are we going over time? Probably. One more last tip of this is just to go ahead and, and do the thing which is ask your husband not to fight with him I don't mean that. I'm not I'm not trying to set you up. I was going to say, women who want to get counsel from other friends and from other people, your husband may know exactly what the problem is, and you may be just refusing to obey him in this. Yeah. Like, like for instance, when I called my husband, he knew, he recognized yeah. immediately that what was happening was yeah. sin by and, me. And imagine was, if you had called me, and imagine if I had, I never well, knew this to you, but if I'd been like, oh, you oh, poor, poor thing. thing. Can I make Can you dinner you tonight? Something? Should I bring you yes. coffee? Should we just take a minute and Pat, watch Pat, some Pat. watch some something yes. stupid on Netflix? I'll bring the ice cream. Oh, well, we'll just feel sorry for ourselves together. And this is the this is the thing: is that <laughs> talk to someone who will actually. And your husband is the only other person who is as invested yeah. in your home life as you Get are. Get somebody and, with the tweezers. And you say what? <laughs> what should I be doing differently? And will you help me to do it? Like, will you help me to do this? Because your husband may have way more insight than you're wanting to acknowledge. But also sometimes, let's be honest. Your prayer frequently might be, dear Lord, I am angry and I'm not sorry. (laughs) I need to feel sorry, but I don't. Yeah. And I'm still mad. And I need you to help me because... Because the thing is, oftentimes we feel like we have to get ourselves sorry Get it first, all right and then ask and the Lord. And then him. ask yeah. the Lord to help. But the problem is, is oftentimes you know exactly what it is. Like, I I am, I am, can't forgive that person. Uh-huh. And so I need you to help me because I know what my duty is, but <laughs> I moment, don't feel like it. My moment, I'm sure I've told on here about me wanting to tell my children they'd never be allowed to have curtains again. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah. feeling. And yeah. and that's a thing repent and apologize and get it right before you feel like it like you know it's wrong say you're sorry ask the lord to forgive you like like if you if you have the knowledge well it's like sinned it's like grandpa's illustration he always uses in his bitterness booklet but about like um how he got grumpy at grandma for some reason so he went off into the bedroom to pray got on his knees prayed that he would be forgiven for being grumpy and grandma and then he would stand up and be like but she was and so he'd get back on his knees pray again get up and be like but she was really out and so he'd get back on his knees and he had to stay there repeating that until he could get up without saying but she until until he could and so sometimes it just takes i think that often wrestling in prayer is with your own self. Oh my heavens, yes. (laughs) Isn't it so? It's just like (laughs) it is like a thing that you have to deal with the fact that you have to submit yourself to God. And sometimes that feels like not really all that spiritual of the work. In particular, submit yourselves to God submit yourself to God uh, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It's not enough to just resist the devil; he will not flee. No, you, no, you you're have just to. Like, you're just have just have like to if I drink another cup of coffee, I'll cheer up. First. <laughs> yeah, I'll cheer up and pull out of it in a minute when I get my act it's together. Like, except for the real hard truth of that is you didn't want to cheer up. Yeah. So okay, that's so the we're gonna move on to we're a got tip. We gotta go. We gotta. Yeah. Give a hustle here. My tip is that preparedness makes all the difference in the world, and thus. I recommend to you all to get on the Amazon dot com and okay. order yourself if you have little children. Becca probably doesn't need this. The super sorb vomit absorbing mm, granules. No, Becca doesn't need it, but I take credit for being the one to think of it and tell Rachel Years ago you were like yeah. you were like, What about the janitorial supplies? And and so what it is is that it absorbs the fluid and neutralizes the odors. Yeah in a yeah. space where it happens and you should be you can vacuum or sweep yeah. it up I after mean, the fact guys like that's a game changer what's not to love what's not to love I but i'm a big lived believer through all the years of vomit everywhere all over the house all the time is what it seemed like <laughs> without this product the other thing i say is one gallon the gallon plastic pitchers with a handle okay the like cheap pitchers yeah and then i buy the small um small plastic like garbage bags yes. the teeny ones for like bathroom garbages Yes. and line it and I tie it around the handle uh-huh. and so that there's no rinsing of anything. No I did that with them. I no, used a stock rinse? pot because you oh. want you want a wide mouth. Y- this is plenty wide but the, but it the, has a handle I guess that's kind of handy. The too. handle is good Interesting. In, and there's no there's way less hazard because it's so deep. There's way less Yeah, that's what I mean. Like a wide mouth, deep vessel. But yeah, definitely line My feeling is why go forth and have to wash it Mm -hmm. out every time? Mm -hmm. Because then every time you're rinsing it, you're like, now do I have to clean the whole toilet, clean the whole bathtub, clean everything? Because I'm... it's terrible. You end up kind of having to like hose the house off and bleach. But you also... cryptically referenced uh, folding ironing. Oh yeah, ironing mat. Okay, I ordered this up off of the... No, I didn't. I bought it at Walmart. I was going to order it on Amazon and then I saw it at Walmart. What is it? It's a heat uh, ironing pad that you can put on top of... I have it on top of the dryer. And it magnets on the sides. And it's like, instead of the ironing board, I just leave it there all the time and have the iron by it. I have an ironing board for like ironing shirts or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you do about the collars section? In my normal traffic of laundry, when like napkins come through all rumpled or something, Mm. I can very quickly iron them when I'm like in folding a load. I'm like, oh, I'll iron that or I'll iron the edges of this table runner. And so those Mm -hmm. things are actually getting processed in a much better way than they would have been. What I would have, I would have thrown all those napkins off to the side so I could have ironed them all at the same time but do you do that all the time do you always find yourself ironing all of them because what would happen to me is I would decide I didn't care that much about ironing well it's better than having like two of them ironed and seven of them no because I keep them all when I iron them I put them in a stack but then you have a stack of ironed ones so as they come through all I'm saying is that I would do it in the same amount of time as you I would just do it together. No, I have, I should be clear. I, yeah, I have a little basket in there that I put napkins in when I'm going, but sometimes it's just odds and ends of things that need to be ironed while I'm folding. I'm just clothes. saying what I wouldn't do is iron a napkin, fold a <coughs> shirt, pair two socks, iron a napkin. I would, yeah, do all but the shirts, I actually cut all of, the socks, then I would iron all the right, napkins, but and I then fold I would out walk of away. A, yeah, but I might or I might not depends on the layout of the laundry room at that time. Anyways. my point is realizing that uh, the obstacle of going and setting up the ironing board, yeah, that's was true. actually keeping me from ironing things that I could yeah. have handled and processed much quicker. Yeah, that's cool. And so that's why I did that. This is a what's good your tip. tip? You've just had two, so yeah, that hogging sure. the tip circuit. Yeah, it eliminates the need for me to think of something. So I think, I, yeah. All All right. right. Well, Well, we'll let you go. we should go. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye. I'm a 2009 graduate of New St. Andrews College, and I'm a commercial property manager. Three kids at Logos, one at home still, and I do flowers on the side out of our house. When you have these little people that you're responsible to shepherd, you realize, I need to know what I'm talking about because they need to have a firm foundation and they need deep roots so that they don't get blown over and that they're ready to stand up for the truth. I am a programmer. The language aspect of NSA is a fantastic preparation for any sort of programming. I am a real estate broker here in town. I think absolutely the perfect um, education for being in sales of, of really any kind. I actually put it to a lot of great use when I was working. In the political realm. I am a pastor in the Central Coast, California. Whatever vocation you take, it'll make you take that seriously because you're seeing it through the lens of the sovereignty and lordship of Christ. To learn more, visit us online at nsa.edu.